how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pace and Power podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling. With me today, Pat Halpin. How are we doing? Lovely to be back. Very nice. And uh, you, unusually chipper, given the uh, weekend's yeah. events. Yeah. I have a little bit of moaning still, but it's all right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and we're, of course, rounding up the weekend's action. Some very big talking points. But before we start, I'd like to give a little shout out to the After Extra Time podcast. Like this one, it's a pod that talks about the big news, names and games in the Barclays Premier League. If this sounds like your cup of tea, the link will be in the description. Let's kick things off with Arsenal. Usually, I'm actually getting sick of like editing these episodes and I have to think of a title from every time. And every mm-hmm. time it's just, how, how many times can you say <laughs> Arsenal bad. <laughs> um, but this week... Arsenal good? Question not- mark? <laughs> I don't know if it's quite as Arsenal good, but take it away. It's a victory. It's a victory. Yeah, so we're we're no longer rooted to the foot of the uh, the Premier League table. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that that accolade now belongs to Norwich. Um, Yeah, it's it's a good feeling. Um, I I genuinely forgot what it was like to to, (laughs) like finish the weekend's action and Arsenal (laughs) come away with three points. Um, It was a difficult game to describe because... We started off, so, so yeah, in general, it was a pretty, and I'm sure if you looked at the stats, it would show a pretty dominant Arsenal performance that should have been won by two or three goals at least. Um, and it was like, if not for some hesitant finishing and some like, honestly, some miraculous defending from uh, Brandon Williams. He's yeah, a shit player, right? And bad, I, bad. what I was seeing was was Roberto Carlos. <laughs> yes, her- absolutely heroic defending, and one of those chances. Yeah. I remember. I'm sure some nerd is going to be like, "Oh, Roberto Carlos wasn't good at defending. He was an attacking left." <laughs> Shut up. Shut Fine, up. he was Maldini. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he was unreal. Tim Krul, his distribution was was horrible. But in terms of actually like shot stopping, there were like two or three things. Like even in the lead up to the goal, Pepe's shot. Um, a miracle save from Crawl. Mm. Did you know but, that um, uh, he has the save record in the Premier League in one game? What, like, mo- oh, for real? And and here, here's where it gets good. It was a 1 0 victory away at Tottenham. And I was there. <laughs> oh, good. oh, good. Well, I know that that beat out the record that must have beaten was um, David De Gea versus United. Do you remember that for a few se- uh, versus Arsenal? Sorry, from a few seasons ago. Oh yeah, that was, that he was had insane. like he had like twenty five saves or something. Honestly, um, no. Tim Crow is weirdly good. Um, weirdly, really is, limited, but very, very good in some games. 
Yeah, he's. I'm trying to think of like an outfield equivalent of him. Like, he he is like a uh, Hoiberg, but in goal. Like <laughs> the stuff, the stuff he does, he does brilliantly. And do not get him to try anything else because <laughs> it won't work. It won't work. Um, oh man. Yeah. So uh, there were some good Arsenal performances. Um, uh, Tommy Yasu, the new signing, who who Spurs are also in for. I was very impressed by him. Um, Obviously, it's going to take a while for me to actually make any sort of concrete judgments on him as a player. Uh, looked looked more in like the Ivanovic mold, like mm. big gangly sort of. But he, he seemed fairly quick and more technical than a guy of his stature should be. Like he, he's mm. like he's got to be about six three um, and and well built. But he did have like he seems to have a bit of agility and sort of a couple of moves in his locker um, nearly scored an insane goal as well, actually. But yeah, I mean, he's already obviously going to be our best right back option because <laughs> he, he's not against anyone. Um, but yeah, he was good. Pepe, it, it was a quintessential Pepe performance where like he, sh- he was our most threatening player by far and had some really good transition moments. And then there are a couple of times where I think I could have controlled the ball better and like, or made better decisions than him in certain nonsense certain levels spots. off the scale with that guy every day. Yeah, time. yeah. It, he, you know what you're gonna get with him. Um, but oh, and uh, despite scoring a Bam Yang, hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you won't get an easier game in the whole season than that. You won't get an easier. Well, game. that's the th- I do want to give Norwich a little bit of credit because they they did. It, this wasn't a case of like you know, they were absolutely spineless and had no chances and we just batted them. They, they did like, they had a couple, a couple of fairly good opportunities and they def- I thought they defended really well for the most part, despite we, we had the most shots we've had in like five years or something, I think. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. And I think we, we had like 30 shots with like eight on target or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but Lukonga is the player I want to I talk about specifically because um he was starting in the pivot with Maitland-Niles, who he's not got a future there. Um, he needs to he needs to lock down right back somewhere. Maitland-Niles, that is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maitland-Niles. Um, he doesn't. He just does not have the technical security, or co- I, I think concentration to play at centre mid either. Like he gives the ball away sloppily far too much there. Um, and and the thing is like if he was giving it away sloppily sort of trying lots of inventive stuff, that's one thing, but it's, it's giving it away, just doing the basics. Um, mm, mm. But Lekonga on the other hand, what he's so assured and like he, he's dropping like 90% pass accuracy every week. He's, but it's not with these like pussy passes that Jacka does where it's like, what does 95% passing mean when it's to the center backs, like over and over again. Yeah, um, Lukonga, he always looks forward. He has the ability to skip a couple of challenges. He has the confidence to try, you know, a couple of pot shots, which like it's a weird with with like CDMs and that. If they shoot like once a game, it's completely fine and it doesn't matter what happens. It's when they try it more than that where it gets annoying mm. when they can't hit the target at all. But yeah, yeah he, you know, he 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 can shoot from um far out a few times. I've been really impressed with him so far, and I think he he will probably stay in centre mid when Shaka comes back. Um, party, uh, when Party came on in like the 60th odd minute, 
the game completely changed. Like, yeah. He, oh yeah, yeah. He was. He was. You were up to that point. You were still drawing. It right? was draw. It was nil nil. Yeah, and he. In fact, he he had a key part in the in the um in the goal. He he beat like he he did one one of the best passes in football. Is definitely that like you know like a no look reverse pass from deep. Yeah. Where like oh, I know exactly he, what you mean. But by all account, like you know, you would think he's going to go and do the sort of centre mid out to fullback pass with with yeah. like which has zero risk, but also isn't going to really create any threat. And like instead, he he just um, took out the entire Norwich midfield by like reversing it to Saka instead. Um, it was brilliant. He was he was just amazing. And I think if we have him fit for the whole season, we could still do. Not something, but you know, like get oh, out of the relegation is. scrap we're in right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you a challenge for Europe could be on the cards. No, no. Well, well I mean, if by Europe you mean the Conference League, then yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, so, honest, so, I, just, I don't think. I, I mean, I don't think Arsenal's capable of that with Arteta in charge right now. Yeah. From a Spurs um, perspective, looking at this result, I was happy. I, I was very happy actually, and here's why. It isn't a bad result. On paper, it's good. But it's a 1-0 victory against Norwich at home in a game where I think, by all accounts, a lot of good players didn't play particularly well. Aubameyang didn't play especially well. No, no. Um, and the goal he did score was just complete AIDS. <laughs> like, complete <laughs> but I, no, I've got, I've got a, a different perspective on this. And it it's one of my favourite cliches. But it's when, like when nothing has been going right and you cut, you haven't been able to score for an extended period of time. And then the goal that breaks that is the scrappiest imaginable. It is a good thing for like, yeah, like for confidence, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. And Pepe got the assist by like falling over onto the ball (laughs) and accidentally prodding it back to him. Um, Yeah. So I think that any win in this game, would have had more or less the same effect. Like mm. I, I, it was going so badly that I think we literally just needed a win, no matter what. Um, and we got that, and it was a deserved win as well. Like it'd be one thing if we'd played like utter dog shit and yeah. like clawed a win. We didn't. We we played well and we deserved the win. We've got Burnley next, and then Spurs. Um, oh, I know we've talked about this. where is the Spurs game being played? Is it at the Emirates? I think it's at the Emirates, yeah. I think we're going to win. We're playing Chelsea at home um, next week. What I think is going to happen is I I think Spurs are going to begin their own torrid run of form here. What a delightful transition this is. Yeah, Um, let's talk about about Spurs. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) Spurs lost 3-0 to Palace away. It was a game that I was a bit nervous for because Palace away is always quite tricky. Yeah. And... As I'd mentioned to you guys in the in the chat, we had been like it almost criminal what had happened to us over the international break. Like, <laughs> if, let me get this right. So Son got injured on international duty. How bad is that injury? Two weeks, I think. He, he'll be fit for Arsenal. Oh, for yeah. fuck. of course he will. Of course he will. Uh, potentially Chelsea, but he was out for that game. Bergvine was out, and then we had the whole bullshit about. Um, players South deported. American players, so namely Romero, Lacelso, Sanchez, you know, our two best centre backs and yeah. uh, our, one of our best midfielders. So that's great. 
And <laughs> Skip, who did actually play the game, did actually pick up an injury when he was playing for the under-21s, which wasn't ideal. So going into the game, I was a bit like, okay, like if he could, if Nuno can pull something out of the bag here, this would be this would be very impressive. Like this would be a real show that we're going in the right direction. Yeah. And it was absolutely <laughs> um, I think we registered one shot on target. Maybe yeah, not it was that. that. So, no, I, I remember what it was as well. It was a uh, speculative at best Lucas Mora outside of the box effort. Um, yeah, Jesus Christ. I feel like we were playing poorly, but we were in control of the game up until the sending off. We weren't, we could have lost 1 0, definitely. We could have won 1 0, we could have yeah. drawn 0 0. Like, it, it really wasn't 3 0 is a bit of a. It, if you see that just on paper, you'd think it, the game went a different way. Yeah. But obviously, we'll talk about the main incident of the game. Uh, Zaha versus Tanganga. Looking yeah. back on it now, if I'm a neutral, I'm not sure how I feel about it in terms of whether Zaha should get a red card because he does raise his hands to Tanganga's neck and to his face. Yeah. Can't do that. Would as I want to see a red card new, for as that? An, like, as a uh, <laughs> neutral, do you want to hear my, my perspective? Yeah. Um, I think the ref handled it well in the sense that whatever punishment there was, I think there should have been equally distributed. Mm, like, yeah, I think so. Because if Zaha got sent off for the reaction to what was a really bad and like really bad challenge and, and a really like unnecessarily cynical. violent Very one, cynical. Like, yeah, I, I could really... And yeah, I've said, as I said on the chat, Zaha does tend to get very wound up about stuff but when he's on the end of challenges like that you can really understand why like that I wasn't it, a yeah. football challenge <laughs> <laughs> but he raised he raised his hands to his face and neck and i, I think about it now as a neutral i probably wouldn't like to see players get sent off for that purely yeah. because i think if you get challenged like that it's a very instinctive reaction to to do something like that it's the it's a split seconds we're talking about here it's yeah. not predetermined actions um so overall, it's not an excuse. And then he got booked, and then literally two minutes after, <laughs> yeah. it, it's no excuse. Like he, it was like a ball. He he put, he brought the ball down, passed it out. It was a poor pass, and in like the scrap for the ball, just dived in. Like the the, the Declan Rice Declan Rice special where he miscontrols yeah. it and then flies into a tackle. <laughs> and as soon as he his feet left the ground, he's just like he's gone. Like you, ha- there's no excuses, yeah. no defense of that. Dave, I, I love him. A decision. Exactly. Yeah. He, he had a really good game. He, he's a very good player. I love defensive uh, fullbacks that they just defend. Like that's their bread and butter. And he's yeah. playing centre back. He's not a centre back. He's, he's right back. Yeah. Um, but he got sent off and that ultimately changed the game. We'll talk, we'll talk about your, your fullbacks uh, later well, on. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm about right now. I mean, <laughs> I want to give it Regulon. It is what it is. Like, yeah. the guy just that's, isn't very yeah. good. Yeah. He, he really. I think he didn't even have an especially poor game. To be fair, um, he, he made one like goal-saving clearance. Yeah, that was a, that um, was amazing. It's just when he first arrived at the club, I thought this guy's gonna be our left back for like five, six, seven years. Like he looks really good, and he's definitely our best left back. But it's not really saying much, and he does make a lot, a lot of errors. But who I really want to talk about is uh, Emerson Royale. Wasn't a very how do I put this? Royal performance was, was, was fucking <laughs> shit. Well, this is the thing that it wasn't fucking shit because watching the game, I'm like, okay. And I think you said it as well. Wolfram to Hart, there's few harder tests than him, I think, in the league. For it, a debut. Uh, for, as, a, as a left winger, are there any? Like, there's not really, I don't think, 
too much a difficult test than him. Yeah. But he ultimately, I think he failed. He failed the test, but yeah, it wasn't like an outright failure. Like he didn't, he wasn't completely like you say you have like a fullback on toast. I think he was completely on toast, but he, you know, the bread was buttered. He was on, he was, was on, on. yeah, he was on, he was on bread. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he on, was bread. on bread. Um, I think, I think in the first like half an hour, if, if that battle had continued the way it had been going, it would have been toast. Um, but I think, I feel like uh, Emerson sort of slightly, he didn't do good, but he slightly yeah. redeemed himself just by like not being as shit. No, um, it's, just, it's sort of, but there, there was, like, okay, fine. I'm not going to judge him on that. We go again. Basically. Yeah. The thing that worried me slightly, uh, if we're talking long, because everyone says with Emerson, he's not a player I've watched before. Um, and again, this is a difficult first impression. It's not, I'll, I'll give him a few games before I sort of start putting him on any sort of watch. The thing that concerned me as an apparently very attacking fullback is that he didn't carry any threat at all. No. Going, like he, he's, his passing looked off. Like, he, he misplaced a few, a few balls. His, his, his touches didn't look great. Maybe it's rustiness. Maybe it's like not, not being particularly match ready or getting used to the league, but. I don't know. With with Reggion last season, you instantly were like, right, well, going forward at least, this guy is going to carry some some danger. Yeah. Didn't see that with Emerson, but we'll give yeah, him some time. Yeah, give him a I think he I think he was just so preoccupied with defending so hard to be honest. He didn't have time. Yeah. Um, but moving more broadly with the game, like it's just I said it, I said it before, like it is a a perfect storm of no, that's not the right expression. It was like where every single thing goes wrong in a game of football that possibly can <laughs> go wrong. Um, a stupid red card, a pe- like a very blatant, stupid penalty. Yeah. that I mean, we were defending well from the red card to the penalty. We were defending well. Like, we weren't getting yeah. carved open, so to speak. And then that happened and the floodgates opened. And then obviously you have, you know, the scripts, the script writers. Yeah. Pure <laughs> the Barclays. The goal he scored is just, it just doesn't go in, does it? Like, no. 25 million times it, tr- it trickled in and I was just I saw that and he, he, as the camera had the perfect angle to see it as soon as Lester's foot went in and I left the room yeah. and I was in here I was, <laughs> I was raging I didn't know what I was doing um, just like typing on my computer or something and then my dad was still watching it and I just heard another cheer big cheer come through the TV and then like he's got another one I was like oh <laughs> you know he's um, you know he shot someone what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Larice uh, on Saturday morning? No. <laughs> yeah, no. When he was at Toulouse, he uh, he shot someone with a rifle. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was it was like an air gun, wasn't it? It was like an air gun. Okay, that only adds to the the what? guy's blind. The guy, the guy, the guy, the guy lost. No, he's not. He's not blind. He's deaf. What? The guy he shot is deaf, and it wasn't it wasn't accidental. It was like a deliberate. It was like a, a drive by. <laughs> it's like a theme with like criminals just dismantling yeah. my club. <laughs> Well, speaking of criminals dismantling your speaking of criminals dismantling your club, uh, for me, uh, I think Nuno is already on fraud watch at Spurs. Flipping um, terrorist watch. I know, I know the game. I know the league table sort of belies this, but I, I was looking at the top half of the table, right, wondering wondering what it was like because I hadn't seen it in a while, um, <laughs> and I I saw Spurs, and it was the stat line was so funny, like one what is it one three lost one 
goal difference of zero. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it's bewildering. You know, yeah, we've created, um, we're the second worst team in the whole league for chance creation. We've created one could, big chance and we've won three games. Yeah, and you've conceded, you've conceded the most shots in the whole league as well. It's crap. It's these stats. I mean, we we like to shy away from stats on this podcast. I think, as a rule of thumb, but those stats don't make for good good very, reading. Very damning. Um, if we we said this a couple of weeks ago, like it is very predictable now that Spurs go on like a, a horrible run. All the confidence leaves. Um, I, I've watched. Seeing- yeah, I've watched um, three of the Spurs games this season. The Man City one, genuinely impressive. Like, that's how you should play Man City. I, I, you know, I was a special correspondent to the Watford game and you were not good. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, um, I expected us to dismantle Watford very, very easily. But um, you, you were at the game watching it as an as a enemy yeah. agent. As a, yeah, as a, as a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Pitt, and, uh, um, Pitt Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> and you did not like what you saw. No, no. Um, uh, it it was like the it was very similar to the Arsenal Norwich game, where like you you were you were better and you did win, but you don't come away with it thinking like, oh, this Spurs team is going to do something." Like, um, there's no point even really talking about Kane's performance because it wasn't his fault. Like, without without Son there, I don't know. They 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 only seem to work together. Really, it's so weird. Like. They've got such a symbiotic relationship. I would say right now, I think Son is better in the team without Kane than Kane is without Son. Um, I mean, if you could only uh, keep one, as of now, I would say Son, to be honest. I'd say Son, but that's pure emotion speaking because Kane, I feel like Kane betrayed us a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so overall, I don't know. It's like... You, you go away from football. Well, I mean, we had the Euros, which I guess is my last yeah. experience like this, where for like, for me, it's not, it doesn't ruin my whole day or even my whole weekend. It ruins like my 20 minutes, but it's such a horrible, it's just yeah. like, what's, I, I, gut, it's not, is it gut-wrenching? No, it's like, it's utterly infuriating. And your yeah. mind, you, you're not even trying to think about the game, but your mind, I just flash back to a point where like Emerson just carelessly gave the ball away. And, and yeah. I just get angry. And it's just like, why do I even do this? That's, um, that's the thing as well. And I think the, the older I've gotten, um, the more like my upset has turned into anger. Uh, <laughs> and it's, not, it's, it's, it's not a good thing because who likes being angry? Like it's, it's your head gets so hot and nothing else in life does that to you. Like, no, it's horrible. It is so, oh, it's, I, and the thing is, like, I'm speaking about it now. This is why like, it's a, it would be a good thing and a bad thing to record immediately after these games. Because I think I'd say a lot of stuff I didn't mean. Because now what I'm saying, you know, I thought about it, you know. Yeah, measured, measured. But some of the things I'd be saying about certain individuals, <laughs> Harry, Harry Wings, I just <laughs> can't with him. And, you know, Hoybier skip Wings midfield three. There's that no, ball, so there's no ball progression. There's no ball yeah. progression there that, whatsoever. That, that really reminds me of when Emery used to play like a midfield three of Xhaka, Torreira and Guendouzi like week in, week out. And it's like, it's playing three seat. Like, I don't know much about Skip, but he seems like a DM really. Like, Yeah, he is, he is, he is. He yeah, is. Him so and Hybea can work quite well in, in that. But then you need someone that can advance the ball. And the thing is, right? And Dobelli. 
on the melee, you're playing three midfielders like that. You've got Harry Winks, who I think is genuinely useless. I actually don't know what he does. <laughs> but Hoybier and Skip are, are cover for the defence, basically. So I don't really understand what he's meant. Is he meant to be playing progressive passes? He's never done that in his life. I think he's got like one assist in his Tottenham career. <laughs> he's played about 800 games and he's, he's <laughs> so shit. He scored one goal and one assist, I think, in his entire Spurs career. Timmy, I know why you're here. You don't. Yeah, you need yeah, not yeah. say why you're here. I mean, <laughs> I've I've just awoken from a COVID nap. Oh, so. yeah. Should we get a quick COVID report as well? How is it? <laughs> oh, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been so <laughs> arrogant recently. Like, oh, I never got it. I never got it. And, oh, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> just in context, the listeners, um, Temi has been out with a bout of clo- COVID clothing. Yeah. This is a, re- a real injury <laughs> rather than a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> no messing around. We didn't even want to talk about it at the start of the podcast. We just thought it would be appropriate. But here that he would is. Be funny. Here he is. Because I'm just going to wrap up on Tottenham because I just don't. I suppose it's shit. I don't, I'm not looking forward to next week. Harry Winks down the club. <laughs> um, you say uh, this every week. Oh, I think. Repeat. Also, this is the first. Can I just say, like, and this is a testament to where I think Spurs are at right now. Watching, you know, Spurs Watford from the stadium and then um, Spurs Crystal Palace uh, on, on Saturday was the first time in about seven years that I thought, like, Spurs are a mid-table quality side. Like, we're, we're back to, like, Pavlyushenko sort of times. <laughs> yeah, I remember the Champions League when we had Pavlyushenko. We're back to, like, the... I can't even think Who? of a relevant, relevant enough player like Nico Cranchar. Pascal, did Shimbonda play for you guys? Oh, Shimbonda's yeah. a hero. Shimbonda yeah. was, was in the team when we won our last trophy, actually. He was a right back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck Tottenham. Let's talk about, as I've written it down on my notes, Ron Beck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, where do you start, really? Um, be, being it, like locked up in my room uh i managed to get phoebe to isolate with me oh, we nice. were we were like both fully like wearing united tops and like refreshing at like 159 waiting oh. for the to come out she then she she runs a tesco she texts me he starts <laughs> and i was like oh my god it's happened um you just knew didn't you you just yeah. knew there's no way he was starting that game and not scoring I'm surprised. I think he's probably disappointed he, he didn't beg a hat trick. That's the kind of player yeah. we're talking about. Once he scored, once he scored the second, I thought hat trick was inevitable. To be fair, yeah. so really we're, we're talking about a disappointing debut. A disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, talk- we're talking about a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was it was unbelievable. I thought as well. I was really happy with the other scorers because you know that there are of course because people need to find a problem somewhere. There have been question marks about, oh, Bruno and Ronaldo don't seem to work that well together yeah. for their country. So I was so glad when Bruno just put his foot through it. And, like, what a fucking goal as well. What, oh, what a goal. That one, when I was, because I already knew what happened. Um, and so watching that today, it wasn't a surprise. But when that one went in, I was like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> that's so good. And they're going to win the Premier League. But, <laughs> and, I- then, and then Jesse Lingard. I was it's just so ridiculous. happy for the guy. <laughs> it's so good as well. How so am I seeing a Ronaldo brace? Bruno Fernandes smash one in, and then at the end, I'm seeing 
flipping this celebration. <laughs> and it was like a v- Venga ball interplayed before yeah, it as oh, well. Pogba. Oh. Um, although the, the problem, right, so, so I have never preyed on an institution's downfall more than I'm ho- willing United to failure right now. Like, <laughs> be- because, no, Ed, you, you, could, you could speak with me here. Like, imagine how sweet it will be if this goes oh, wrong. I can't. Like, no, I, I've, I'm sorry, Pat. I've got too many ops now. I've got too many <laughs> to think about. I can't think about it. I've got Chelsea to think about. I've got Arsenal to think about. You know, I hate Man City. I hate, I, 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 yeah. I hate them so no, 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 much. But, but like, but recently with United, you've never had to hate them too much because you're like, well, then they're not going to win the league. They might come second and, and do something in Europe, but they're not going to win the league. This time I'm like, they can win the league. So I need to redirect my hatred. Like, the hatred that I've had for like City and even Chelsea recently, a lot of it has been siphoned towards United now. No, I, do, I think it's, it's a lesser of really three evils for me. Lesser of three evils. I feel the need to speak to an Arsenal fan about why they're threatened about a team maybe winning the league. No, 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 no. I'm not threatened. I'm not threatened. Why would I be threatened? Because this is the thing that a lot of United fans don't understand. Like you, th- you seem to think we're coming at a place of, from a place place of parity here. Like I know that it's not. <laughs> that what what happens with the United this season will not have the smallest impact on how my season goes. I I really am like I'm looking to. I'm looking to see how Everton did, <laughs> and hoping hoping that Wolves didn't pick up a result from their tricky trip to Burnley. <laughs> but um, I just want to see United fail because I hate them. Fair, um, no, that makes much more sense. I hate I hate United. I hate everything the club is. I always have. Um, and but it was it was diluted a bit when we sort of shared some banter, like yeah, you know, sure. When, when and. and and yeah, Arsenal fans can say that we've won more trophies recently, which is technically true. Uh, we finished above you just about more than you finished above us since Ferguson left, but that is really disappearing. Is that true? Uh, yeah, it is. It is um, because, like, in in the sort of in the sort of Moisey and uh, Van Hal era, we finished above you a few times. Um, oh, even Mourinho. Oh, but the, now, oh, now you've got the pieces. Now you've got you've got an ultimate team. Uh, you've got a, a FIFA centre back pairing. Oh, yeah, it's so FIFA. Yeah, uh, you've got Shawberto Carlos, uh, a, a, a wealth of attacking options. Okay, the midfield, Baron and Horrible. Baron. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, Ollie, he could get this wrong somehow. But the problem is, Ollie's single best trait is saying, go out there and just play football. <laughs> and go this on. lot will do it. And this lot will do it. So oh. what I'm hoping for is because Ronaldo is going to score goals. Like there's no way of predicting against that. He's going to score goals. He'll be second or or first in the gone boot. Mm. What might happen is that he absorbs everyone else's goals. Uh, I wonder. And the team does better. Because like while Bruno scoring was brilliant, Bruno will score a lot less this season. Like Yeah, of course he will. Um, but that's because he'll have to like There'll be less for him to do. He doesn't have yeah. to be our striker as well. He's off pens. Like, and the thing is, even if I've not seen a single second of Sancho playing football yet, people are bantering on the timeline. I'm sure he's not that bad. Um, I'm really but, hoping though that he he's he's who I'm directing my spiritual energy towards because he, <laughs> a, a, Sancho Sancho being a massive bust. Like even if you won the Premier League, that would be something to to laugh about. No, 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 right. not Sancho. I like been... Sancho. He's English as well. I want to do a World Cup. It has to be Ronaldo. It has to be Project Ronaldo failure. Is is our is our goal here? I want to see him... That's impossible. I want to stink watch every Ronaldo damn... failure. Uh, what mid mid season extraditions to the United States? 
<laughs> oh, that would be a story, wouldn't it? That would be unbelievable. Um, president. I think I think Sancho's your best bet. I'm a little bit worried about him. Um, he'll just take a little while to adjust his all, but I, I need to know how long that is uh, going to be because uh, he's not been incredible. <laughs> I'm okay. hearing, and th- this is hot off the press. I'm hearing the name Facho going about. Oh no! No. <laughs> no, no, no! You know, once uh, the, the fat comments start creeping in, you know it's the end already. The allegations, Verna, Hazard, it all happened to them. Yeah, but you can outgrow them like Havertz. He was never he fat. Out- he was more just an idiot, like a, a buffoon. Yeah, get a gangly, a gangly newborn sort of deer or something. <laughs> There were unfair cries of perverts at one point, I'm perverts. sure. <laughs> so uncalled for. <laughs> anyway, right, up in this game, I want to ask you guys one quick question. I was puzzled by it. I've never seen before this phenomenon in football. And that's the crowd making the sue noise when Ronaldo scored. Are we for that or against that? Wait, like they all do that. They did it. They did it in Madrid. They did it. Yeah, like, and I team, team, well. team that I'm going to watch. In the yeah, I, 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 I like to think that we, I don't know why I think this, but I just feel like Barclays people were just a bit better than that. Yeah. Indulge in, in that box. Well, I was actually worried they wouldn't do it, and I was so yeah, glad when they did. Because I did it, it in my room. <laughs> it was good. It was good. The, th- the thing is, like, it is the most embarrassing thing ever, but it just works. Like... The, the problem is, I, no, I no, no, no. It works. Time. It works when it's the whole stadium doing it. Mm, yeah. When it's when one person makes the sound, like you see videos of Ronaldo just saying it. Like, are you like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the problem? Or Mark Goldbridge, who, oh Jesus Christ! How in case we get embarrassing. In case we collab with him, let's never speak about him actually on this podcast. But yeah, that's a good, good celebration. What the you. hell? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think. <laughs> Unless everyone's doing it and it's like booming through the TV, if there's a couple of guys doing it and that crowd can't really be asked, it's so embarrassing. It's a, it's a very, very fine line. And I don't want us to go down the slippery slope. It's only because it's Ronaldo that I think it's acceptable. If like, yeah, oh, Martial sure, sure. started doing some like... Martial won't have the opportunity, don't worry. <laughs> but, but Martial, he, he's, he's plotting on celebrations to use and they're going to go unused. I'm sure he'll never score again. No, no, no. He, I've never been more certain of anything in my life that he'll. Never I've never seen a, a premature, a player so prematurely finished in my entire life. <laughs> He's so finished. Now, to be fair, I thought Jesse Lingard was finished. And my, oh my, he's weirdly, really, really back. Better than he ever was. Yeah, you what the I think it is. It's like meme. I think he's running on like meme fuel. The fact that he's meme energy. perpetually sort of in the, the general consciousness of football fans. He's sort of thrived off that. Whereas like a Phil yeah. Jones, who also kind of has, is really, what has happened to him? He's, he's, he's wilted under the, under the meme pressure, yeah. No, he's yeah. he's pushing Varane really close for that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> How, how's Varane started his time at United? Uh, he looks like a monster. Pat. Ro- he looks Royce. like a monster. Yeah. He's so so good at being a centre back. And if he's as fast as FIFA says he is, then he's literally the perfect Maguire counterpart as well. Yeah. There was a sprint where he was like keeping pace, stride for stride with some ma- some Max Man. I was like, yeah, this is. Although great. Uh, for Newcastle's goal, 
Maguire oh. having to deal with that was oh. so funny. Oh. That was the Maguire of yore. <laughs> yeah, it was. Almiron was on badness for the whole game. Like, he yeah. oh. He's so quick as well. He's, He's so, so quick. quick. Oh, no, it was good. It was good to see. I don't know. It was one of those things where I saw Ronaldo scoring, and obviously, Man United scoring. I'm not meant to feel anything from that. But seeing him score, doing a little sue, I was like, yeah, that's football. <laughs> that's what we watched this game for. You know, I hate him. He's a bastard. Yeah, yeah. Should be in prison, but you know, <laughs> nice goal. He took well, it really nice. Good goal. Yeah, yeah. And that's as serious as this podcast will ever get. Yeah. Um, well, so, uh, really quickly, did you hear that Newcastle chant? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I um I found myself on the Newcastle subreddit actually, and my word, the pessimism on there! Like they all seem so defeated. <laughs> no, they hate football. Like they that. hate football so much. <laughs> <laughs> and you you would though, wouldn't you? You um, would. I think when you got Javi Mankia at right back, and you've got these these just Joel Linton up front, and then you you're, you're facing Man United, who have like like a dream team. You're fucking yeah. Ronaldo. You're just thinking like, what's the point? Just, just to talk about that quickly, though, it, like Temi, you have like surely you agree though that there are excuses for United not winning the Premier League this season, which is basically how good Chelsea and City and possibly Liverpool are. But if United aren't mighty, mighty close to winning it, it's a it's a car crash of a season, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I think I think we'll win it. I do, um, and I. You know, I, I really think we'll win it as well. Uh, I, I believe, I believe we're going to win the thing. Getting um, Ronaldo just feel, getting Ronaldo just feels like that until until Ronaldo signed, I was like, I still think there's a little something missing. Yeah. I don't know what, and it turns out that something was the greatest sex offender to ever play football. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, by far the best. Adam Johnson's never signed. Yeah, Adam, he, he was, was he was shit. <laughs> Men- Mendy's been terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like Ronaldo, Mendy, and Johnson on the like, the sex offender Ballon d'Or. <laughs> okay, right. Moving on from you know, pure football joy and dreams and whatever. Let's talk about mm, Chelsea, mm. who I think, I think they win the <coughs> title because I think football these days, are back to my weird rant that I had before, which is, you know, all right. Um, <laughs> football is now controlled and I know, I'm, not, I'm going to go for a weird tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to okay, stop okay. myself. No, but let's hear it. No, I'm in really my eyes, it. The, seems the... to be perpetuated by almost... The victors are almost fueled by like evil energy. Chelsea winning the Champions <laughs> League. I just thought like there's no, not no God, but how is this fair? <laughs> how is this fair? The, the first half of the season, it was like it was like comedy performance after comedy performance. We were loving it, loving it, and we thought, okay, maybe Chelsea won't be good. Maybe they're actually, you know, maybe they're going to fall off for a little bit. No, nope, win the Champions League against Man City. It was their time. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> and it looks like this season, talking about their game, I think they're, I think they're going to be the best team. I think that the pragmatism, which I think is the most important thing in modern football these days, and having the best coach, which I think is Thomas Tuchel right now, 
I just think, I just think like Ole, let's think about the battle, the tactical minds here. Ole is, out of all those title-challenging uh, contenders, if you like, he's by far the weakest manager. I think that's not even up for discussion. Um, and I think even like Pep, Pep looks washed. The picture of him looking a little bit chubby, you know where you know, the chubby memes coming in? <laughs> I just thought, once that starts happening, once I start seeing that, Suddenly, it's going to be him with like a massive bulbous red head with his eyes so small, I can't even see him. So it, it's oh, a matter of Pep time. would look so funny, really fat though. Yeah, he would. He I, would. I think ah, you you can't you can't. That's the thing. You can't write Sissy off because Pep is the. Well, I I think Klopp's a better manager than Pep personally, but um, uh, live live out of the top, out of who are definitely going to be the top four, which is. Liverpool, Chelsea, City, and United. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think Liverpool have the shallowest squad by far. Um, A couple of players who are looking finished as well. And, um, but yeah, City, City have enough just quality everywhere that over the course of a 38 game season, I think, I don't know, but I think Chelsea are going to win as well because um, horrible defensive football, which was miserable but effective last season, and then they've added like the best pure striker in the world or one yeah. of them to that. Evil it, energy. So I'm talking about it's evil. It's just it's just the league of evil. That Ch- Chelsea got top four last season without a player scoring more than seven goals in the league, and Lukaku's already like halfway there. He's played three games. Um, yeah, no, that is that is a worry. That is a worry. Um, in, in also like with the system they play in any like clash of the big teams like Chelsea versus City, Chelsea versus United, I'd favour Chelsea every time. I think mm. let's just grind it out. There's no there's yeah. no artistry. There's no enterprise. It's just grinding it out every. They weren't good game. yesterday. I heard they. Were, I heard they were terrible. Oh, and they won the game three nil. But there was a bit of levity in. Um, Saul, how would you say his name? Saul. I'm not gonna say Saul. Saul. <laughs> so, have, have you guys seen the slander name on Black Twitter that's going around for him? Oh no, I have not. I can imagine. Let me just say, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anyone actually watch this game? Because I didn't. Watch I this game. watched no, but I did watch a compilation of everything that Sal did. I'm telling you guys, you would not believe how bad. Wait, there was, it was a Sal compilation. I, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. One, I never found it. I, I, I did see it. Um, but I think they, they will get the problem is they will get taken down so quickly. Um, oh. but like I have never seen so one player like misplace the ball so much and, and in like lethal situations as well. <laughs> so it was just bought poor like, like. Control like midfield sort of stuff. He, like he was involved in seven ground duels and lost every single one of them. Oh no! Yeah, I think that could be one of those things where, like, the Premier League, the league attacks, which I'm now coining because after seeing my team's fullbacks this week, I'm starting. Yeah. Fullbacks that played for either Real Madrid or Barcelona at any given point. They were fucking dreadful. They couldn't deal with Jordan Ayew and Wilfred Zahar. So, therefore, right from now on, La Liga tax is a thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bundesliga tax, La Liga tax. And I've got my eyes on you, French League, as well. <laughs> of course you do. 
But it's Uber Eats. PSG is what I got my eyes on. Hang about though, hang about though, because there are obviously exceptions, but for some reason, players that come from France to England always seem to do really well. Mm. Um, Pepe, like Pepe, Pepe excluded. But think, think about our own Don Bele as well. But like um, his, uh... yeah, no. But think, <laughs> like, think about in the classic era of the Premier League, how many of them are like French imports? What, like um, your Henri's, your Anelka? You're thinking your about Vieras. Arsenal, aren't you? Well, Arsenal, Arsenal in a big way, yeah. But also, like, do you sign Henri from just... Juventus as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he um, Henri from Vie- and, and Vieira was from Milan actually, so yeah, but um, that was a bit of a pipeline. But like, even just like R- Rafinha, right? He, yeah, French. Um, all of these, you get a lot of center mids, like, um, was wasn't Didi from the French league? Kante was, no, he was from the uh, um, from the Belgian league, he played for like, Bruce, okay, okay. Um, this, this uh, Sumare guy that. Leicester have signed. He looks. He looks like he's going to be good. Cool. Um, whereas, whereas, like the Bundesliga, it's it's more misses than hits by far. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. should we actually talk about this Chelsea game? I don't really want to talk about it. No, oh, no. Nah. no. If if Hamson wanted it talked about, he'd be. Yeah, Hamson chose to not be here, didn't he? So, yes, he did. And so, <laughs> <clears throat> moving more broadly, like. Just hate Chelsea. It's just as simple as that. I know that's not the point of what I'm meant to be saying. Yeah. Here, let's just move on. Last game I want to cover: Liverpool versus Leeds, um, which was today, and it was very enjoyable, even it if Leeds was. got completely banged out. Yeah. Um, do uh, is there an outside chance that we could be fearing for Leeds this season? No. So. Oh, I, I was just so. looking at their team, right? Where are the guys? Where are the players? They've got got some guys. They've got some guys. No, no, no. no. They've got some some guys. But at the back and in midfield, apart from Calvin Phillips, where's anyone? Where's anyone? They're they're, they're centre-backs. They're terrible. It was so bad. In this game, where I saw, like, it's one guy I have in particular, I don't want to bully him, but Tyler Roberts. Some of the chances (laughs) that came his way, it's just pathetic. Pathetic. Yeah. Like, how are you missing like that? And he starts like week in, week out. Yeah. Because I, I think what's, what's, because where did Leeds finish last season? Was it like 12th or something like that? Yeah, something like that. 10th. When, let, let's say, like, I don't know, because they, they've got three, and, and Melier, right? He's one of those, he's like a classic Prem keeper where he's sometimes exceptional, sometimes the no, worst I've ever no, seen. No, I'm not having it. I think he is he's dog good. shit. I think, I, I think no, he's no, really no, bad no, no, overall. No, no, no. I think he's bad at all. I think he's. I think he's quite decent for that no. caliber of team. I think he's one of the better ones in his in his sort of range. He's he's, he, he, he gives me like Arsenal Fabianski vibes. He looks. Um, he looks like an idiot. Okay, I know what you guys are getting. He looks like he looks like he looks like the guy from Ratatouille. Yeah, he looks. He, <laughs> he looks. He looks animated, doesn't he? Um, but. Like, he just doesn't fill me with confidence at all. I'm afraid. Yeah, he, he's he's a keeper that would fill me with with um whatever non-confidence is. <laughs> um, and then at the back, Jesus Christ, that that um cock Robin Cock guy, he's abysmal. He didn't even play today, but he he's, he's <laughs> yeah, he didn't even play. <laughs> no, he he's terrible. Um, the guy who got sent off today. Is one of the worst defenders I've ever seen. I know he doesn't oh, play. No, I don't think he's. I think he's all right. I think he's fine. No, he is not. <laughs> I um, think he pushed for an Arsenal starting place. To be honest, <laughs> um, 
He's better than Bob Holding. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't hopefully, hair we'll Rob Holding. <laughs> hopefully, we won't be seeing Rob Holding much anymore. But um, in midfield, like, what was their midfield today? Was it just Phillips and then no one? Vibes. Phillips vibes, and Vibes. Yeah. Because Rodrigo, a striker, was playing centre mid. He's crap. He is crap. He is crap. Te- he is crap. He's yeah. so shit. <laughs> wasn't he like a, wasn't he a bagsman in Spain as well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Spain exactly. like 20 goals every season. And yeah. I think he scored like two. He had like the, the classic like sigh of relief when his first goal went in after like yeah. 15 games last season. Yeah. Um, so let, let's say like the thing Phillips is a really dependable consistently good player like that and it's him Bamford and Rafinha who are like what's separating them from your Watfords blah 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 but let's say I don't know like Bamford has more games like he did today where he just you know his touches run away from him he can't do anything yeah. Rafinha you know maybe an injury or just a spell of bad form all of a sudden like they're conceding three goals a game but they can't score I just um, think they're better that they're just better coached and they have a yeah. little bit of quality that Def- defensive Norwich they just don't have that defensively they're the worst team in the league bar none I think of course of course but you can't fear for them because as Ed says like when when it's when you, when you go manager for manager and that is a lot of what a relegation scrap is yeah, yeah. oh my god y- y- your Ziscos and your I don't oh. even know who else <laughs> is it still uh, that German bloke at uh, Norwich yeah and he can, can I talk about him just for a sec because <laughs> he seems he nah honestly like he seems like a really nice guy he's got that just sort of German friendly well-spoken Wait, friendliness Farker? yeah Farker but how many times can you get promoted and continue to try and play pretty football before you realise it's never going to work like you can't it's if, never gonna work it's not it's never gonna work and like i think norwich's approach is always that the system will outweigh any individual quality or whatever but they're, they're turning up with bombs in the premier league <laughs> no their team is horrible. it's terrible <laughs> you know what i think it is i think it's a conspiracy there's a conspiracy effort they every time they come up they don't spend too much and then they immediately oh, they, go down again they, and they the come parachute up, payments the parachute, parachute payments because payments, uh, they know they're good enough to come back up again and it's almost like they're living in a little micro ecosystem where they can just, as a as a business, you can you can make a lot of money from doing that. They've got a great Maybe. academy. Look at the players they had. Let, let's let's, 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 let's get to the, the nitty them <laughs> gritty. Yeah, of course you would, but they know that that's unsustainable. So why not sort of, you know, keep the money? Get, get the get, <laughs> get the extra hundred milli every uh, every couple of seasons. All right, we're gonna do a game where we're gonna I'm gonna ask you guys about these players and. Because you, I remember Pat, you sent this to our checks. You just, like, who are these guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> okay, Tim Krul. We all know Tim Krul. Yeah. Rolanda Aaron's. Yeah, Rolanda Aaron's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now Rolando, I know. Wait, are you sure? Are you sure it's, not it's Max? Max? It's Max Aaron's. It's Max. Who's oh, Rolanda Aaron's? Yeah, Rolando. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Newcastle, right. like five years ago. <laughs> we know. We know. We know Max Aaron's. Yeah. Now I do know Grant Henley, but not for the right reasons. No, <laughs> not for the right reasons. <laughs> mind you. No, did Grant Henley start yesterday? Yeah, start and captain. I oh, isn't he like thirty nine? Yeah, and, sh- and, and shit as well. And he's always been bad. Yeah, no, I think he's embarrassing. Like twenty nine. Like, I think he looks like oh, a fifty looks- year old man. Okay, so 
Not a good start. Um, a guy called Omabama Deli. Now, huh? I know he's Irish. I know he's Irish. Um, and that's about it. Not heard of him. Sorry. I, know, I, I, I hadn't heard of him before the game. So I'm cheating here because I watched it. But... Brandon Williams. Again, heard of him. Not good. <laughs> apparently he put on a blastic yesterday we were talking about it he was unreal holding it down spraying passes that we got a guy called Rupp <laughs> oh yeah what? Rupp do you know him from the career mode though is that the thing like, yeah. do you know him from you don't know him from the game of football that we watch on the TV <laughs> no okay a guy called game. Lee's Melu. What? Oh, huh? uh, no. He's, he, he's, sort of, he's sort of he's a box to box guy. Then we've got a guy called McLean. That's such a generic name. Not James. Not James McLean, is it? No, not him. I know no, him. No. If it was him, yeah. I'd be shocked because he is bad. <laughs> yeah, um, no. If it was James McLean, it would probably be worse, wouldn't it? On the yeah. left, we've got a guy called Silas. It's a Greek name. I have actually heard of him, and he's meant to be a great prospect, so I'll leave him alone. Okay. Now, this guy, this guy, this is why I want to do this. This guy, I've never heard of him. He's called Dow. D-O-W-E-L-L. What? That's not How is this man starting against Arsenal? Are they Ooh. trying? They're trying to lose. They're trying to lose. <laughs> I've never, ever heard of this guy. And obviously, you've got Timu Puki up front. Fair enough. It is what yeah. it is. Not a good again. Not a good player. Not a good player. I was no, going to no, say. No, <laughs> no he's not good. If he wasn't, this is the thing. If he wasn't Finnish, if he was like German, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be the Premier League. He'd be out. <laughs> I think it's because to have a fin. Remember, was it two seasons ago? To have a Finnish striker just bagging every week. That's just great, isn't it? That's just class. It's that. new. It's fresh. It's new. But. I think he's. I think he's thriving on the on the that Finnish fuel out there. If he was for any for any other country, if his name was like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a generic name. I can't think of it. It's beside the point. Yeah. That is crap. Norwich are crap. <laughs> You're wasting our time. Fuck off already. For me, for me, they're they're nailed on. Well, Watford are really bad, but they're nailed on 20th place, I think. Yeah, no, no, Norwich are finishing rock bottom, yeah, without a doubt. They're not going to have like a a derby type season because they've got enough players who might do like you could see Norwich beating, like, I don't know, Burnley or can you? South no, South can. Southampton. Oh, yeah, Southampton, Southampton, yeah, Southampton. Well, wait, yeah. who's going down for everyone, by the way? I think we need to stay on top. Yeah, of this. let's let's have a little let's have a little like what four games into the season initial thoughts on this. Yeah, for me, uh, Arsenal, Norwich, Watford, and then I'm going to throw a rogue one in, and I'm going to s- oh no 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 Norwich, Newcastle, Wolves. <laughs> Oh, I, I that, I'm not even sure that's what I actually think, but it's, it's slightly it's out it's there enough to be. Funny. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're three teams who I've just really not been impressed by so far. Um, I don't think Wolves are going down. I think they'll be fine. I think it'll be such an average season. I think Norwich are dead son. Dead son. In fact, this is what I don't like. I don't like being able to call it from. I'm so sure of it. They're going down. Yeah. I bet if you yeah, look, if you look at the betting. 
it's just crap. It's just <laughs> I want a bit of I want a bit of you know Watford at least they could get that BS where they just sack their manager for no reason halfway through and they just suddenly <laughs> they become really good for like five games and yeah. miraculously stay up. Perpetual like new manager bounce. <laughs> that's just their that's their bread and butter. Newcastle, yeah. I think they just they're in that torturous zone where they're <laughs> they're, they're so shit, but they they have like that little minutiae bit of quality that is. They're not yeah. quite bad enough to go down where things uh, actually the, change. That, that, but they're like, no, it's, it's crazy because they've got such a passionate fan base, but no one actually at the club gives a single shit. Like <laughs> Steve, Steve Bruce is just a fat yes man. Um, <laughs> he's and he, he, he's just in there. He's just there because Mike Ashley doesn't want to cough up the hundred odd quid it would take to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted, if you wanted to get, Steve Bruce out of Newcastle. You just need to like, you need to just dang, dangle like a a Greg's packet sort of like towards him on a string, and then reel it out of the club into like the ocean or something. Or like put a sausage roll under a box, and then pull the rope away so the box lands on him. He doesn't know how to get yeah. out. Rumbling or, around or like there. a Yogi Bear type like like netting that comes and lifts him up. <laughs> He, although, although oh. just for the record, he seems like a, a lovely, lovely, lovely man. guy doing a really difficult job and a really, difficult, a really difficult job and not doing it well. But the idea of him getting caught in a Looney Tunes trap is quite funny. <laughs> or running into like a a tunnel with a, uh, the other side painted <laughs> on it. <laughs> what a weird tangent. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so glad that Newcastle came up though because it's reminded me of. The two things I actually wanted to speak about today. Oh, yeah. And they were both from Match of the Day. Yeah. One was Alan Shearer. He was so depressed, wasn't so he? <laughs> so depressed. He was so upset about Newcastle. He yeah. started talking. He was like shaking his head. Yeah, he was still so... You see the real rage coming out of him. But the other thing I thought was even funnier, <laughs> which was Gary Lineker goes to make a joke to Ian Wright before the Arsenal game. Yeah. And he says, Ian, is it possible to have a relegation six-pointer where neither team has any points? <laughs> Ian Wright is furious. So angry. <laughs> he doesn't let Gary Lineker finish like the rest of the introduction to the game. He's like, why are you coming at Man for? <laughs> I think Shearer and Wrighty are both sort of amalgamating into the same person because of what their clubs are doing to them. Like Ian, he looks he looks older and older as the days go by. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to talk about, you've got a bit of time, is it's it's not even that funny. It was the leg break that happened today. That's not funny at all. <laughs> not even that funny. It was it wasn't yeah, leg not break. even that funny. Nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it turned out to be like a fra- like an ankle injury, like an ankle yeah. injury, rather. Um, um, what I wanted to talk to you guys was about the the issue about showing showing stuff like that because I found it personally very frustrating the way Sky handled it. That the incident happened, I wasn't really paying attention, and then there was this massive sort of furore about what had happened, and then they yeah. just didn't show any relevant angles. I don't want to see his leg into. I don't. I do not want to see that. It just no. didn't show anything. It's quite funny, isn't it? Because they seem, despite it being a thing that happens not regularly, but like once a season, they are so unprepared for it that the the camera just swivels to some random other spot yeah. and just stays there. 
it, it's it's sort yeah. of surreal, isn't it? Like, I mean, it it's is. better and than the, the Christian and Erickson situation where they linger on it for way too long and like you don't want to see it. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know what because because having I didn't see what happened at the time. I just thought like it was a tackle and. But then as soon as Salah reacted, I was like, oh, fuck, something's mm. really wrong. Um, but having seen it again on Twitter, like, they can't show replays of that sort of thing. It's, no, it's, it's, I, had, I had to look away from the screen. It was horrible. It was difficult. It, it was one of it's the weird line between... Because I was very... The reason why I was frustrated was because the guy was shown a red and it, it just wasn't a red card. No. And uh, I, 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 I more was like, I, I got this sort of like weird... I don't know what the term would be, but... It's an issue that I really want to see what happened. It's a big talking point in the game, and I just can't see what happened, and it's really annoying. Yeah. And then you watch it, and I managed to get the footage up on my phone. You just can't show that. It's no. Just it's just absolutely horrendous. But yeah. it's that weird line, isn't it? And people compare it to Christian Eriksen. It's nothing like Christian Eriksen. I'm sorry. That man was dying on the pitch. He, yeah, Harvey yeah. was clapping the fans as he was being led off. Well, it's bad, let's just say that not quickly. Like that. Quickly, he seems tough as nails. What a, what a trooper. Yeah. Like... He he went down and like he he. The reason why I initially didn't think it was that bad was because he was like sitting up, just like looking at it. He didn't seem mm. like it didn't seem like he was gonna pass out or like pounding the. F- it's weird because when when a player gets a, a a serious but more minor injury, they're like you know they beat the ground a bit or whatever. Yeah. But when it's that bad, they seem so shocked or like may, maybe just the adrenaline stops them from feeling the pain at mm. all or something mm. um and they just look at it and they're like oh shit yeah um, it was like with the andre gomez one i always felt the the drama surrounding that was way more intensified it was way more of like because you saw it with his reaction and he, he was doing the whole the whole catalog of of hand yeah, you do when you've been yeah. your legs been broken summoning every every entity <laughs> to your aid oh! <laughs> and i get it trust me i get it but yeah I don't know. It's one of those weird things. I feel like I don't know what kind of solution I'm proposing here. Just don't show us like crap angles of like just some guy on the bench. What value is that to anyone? Maybe maybe replay the match highlights up to now or something. I don't know. Um, mm. Just have something ready to go. Have yeah, you know. Mm. Or um, go think... go all the way and and just do technical difficulties and then like a uh, cartoon <laughs> plug being pulled out. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Let's finish off with some stink watch very quickly. Yes, Temi, am I right? Is this your introduction to stink watch? Or it is. It is. Okay, okay. Yes. Well, let, let's hear, let's hear, let's hear uh, your nomination then. Just a, a player, yeah. So, so yeah. Me, let's run. Let's run. Let's run it back one more time. The 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 theory the critical thinking behind <laughs> could you uh, perhaps explain that okay so it's it's that sweet spot where it's got to be a player who it's along the same lines as an agenda like it's not it cannot be a player who is just shit or or even bad or even mediocre it's got to be a good to great player who just ain't cutting the mustard for the time being um and yeah, the great thing about it is because, because it's not a full time agenda, you get to just, you know, you do you get to do it for one week and then you can you can you don't have to backtrack or anything. You can just so, that's a moment in time. You just fire at will. Yeah. No, no consequences whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Easy one for me then. Stink watch. And actually, I've been this has been on the tip of my tongue for a while. 
Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane. I don't know. Doesn't look the same player. Not to me. He, I know he scored. So stats people will probably say he had a great game. Uh, he had a a stink class. Um, uh, you know, some performances bring to mind. I think the word foul to be used to describe that it was, it was just horrible while I was seeing there. And there'd be these side angles. I think everyone noticed it. He famously doesn't have the best hairline in the yeah. entire world. It was, it was one like, side oh. angle. And it started, it literally started like like Mr. Burns level. Yeah. It, like, I was like, why have you chosen this bizarre haircut if, you're, with, if your hairline literally, I can't see where it is. With every, and it's like with every, as the camera increasingly panned to him after every missed shot, it would just go further back and further back. He put his hands behind his head like this. That'd be where his hairline starts. <laughs> and did you see when, when he did score? Did you see his, re- his celebration, his reaction? Yeah. Where yeah. he just starts, he just starts laughing and like apologizing to everyone. <laughs> he is a prime, perfect example of Stinkwatch. That, that is yeah. Stinkwatch to a, a team. But right there. oh, at the same time. I know he's not got an established Premier League reputation yet, but either Sewell or Everson Royal need to be candidates. I feel here. like Everson Royal, like, it, like, it's not funny enough. It's just kind of pathetic. Oh, I think it's quite funny. I think it's quite uh, funny. He got batted up yesterday. He got, he got disgusted up. <laughs> that, that, one, that one bit, it sort of, it wasn't anywhere near as funny, but like it reminded me of that Hazard Cockerland moment where like Zahar just outstrengthed him and spun him around and he was left on the floor like appealing for a foul that was never yeah, that, gonna that, cast. That's the criminal thing. I hate that. I hate yeah. that. But I just think there has to be some mitigating circumstances. Yeah. I know I just said it's far at will, do what you want, but I just think they need to be that high profile. They need to have proved themselves at a level to where it's now funny that they're not performing. Alan Jack Grealish, so, yeah. Alan Sadio Mane. So, so Tang, like, Tang, can... Tanganga's also not allowed in then. No, because to be honest, he had a good game up until the point where he got extremely <laughs> dumb for one second. Should have been sent off twice in about five minutes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was, because uh, I, I didn't get to speak about this when Ed did Tottenham. I have watched that incident over and over and over again. And Ed, you said Zahar should have been sent off. I think that is absolutely crazy. <laughs> because, because he raised his hair. He raised his hair. Like, pushed him in the throat. <laughs> he then like, got up and was like grabbing him. And Zahar just had his hands behind his back. Like, didn't do anything. You can grab. Wrong. You can grab. It's fine. Grabbing is fine. <laughs> and trust me, yesterday, you don't understand how angry I was. I was looking for any year of your mind. You lose football game. Your mind goes through every single like even remotely rational idea that this is unfair in some way. Like we, there's been some level of injustice. That was what, that's why I had, I was scraping. There wasn't even a barrel. I don't know what I was scraping. <laughs> there was nothing there for me to cling on to. Like, that was the only thing I had. Okay. Of course he should have got sent off. Tanganga was <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> oh, and, and I just thought of two points quickly. So, so firstly, that just reminds me of I, Tanganga was excellent to get a city, but he should have been booked 50 times in that game. <laughs> and he clearly has, he clearly, ha- like, that's a bit of sort of naivety that he's going to have to, he's going to have to tone it in. He's obviously a very physical player, like, when it comes to defending. He's going to have to rein it in a little bit because otherwise he's going to turn to one of his players who gets booked, like, every game and has to miss half the season. But mm. who's that Crystal Palace right back? Is it Ward? Yeah. 
Oh. He he pisses me off. He is so How's shit. How is he still playing? How is he so still shit. playing? And we, you know, we were all talking about this Crystal Palace like crazy rebuild in the summer. Like they got in so many young, exciting players. And to see Ward right back, like looking old and slow and like he doesn't belong in the Premier League. It really annoyed me. James MacArthur as well, bear in mind. I don't care what Palace fans say about him. I would never, I would never ever accept that he's good. Never ever. He <laughs> could MacArthur score 25 no, goals from the field. And I would still say he could have the better season than Yaya Toure. In that one, 20, was it 2012, 13 season? 2013, and, I, and, yeah. I, and I'd be like, look, this guy's shit, okay? This guy is an absolute <laughs> disgrace and he should be playing in the championship. They should get, they should, they should go, they should get Serge Aurier on that. On that contract. Oh yeah, he's prime. That, that seems like it would fit so well. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, that great. Works. Yeah, but we but... have to do a casting vote for Stinkwatch. I'm going to vote for Sadio Mane. Temi, well, you, you're going to stick or twist? I'm sticking with Sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there any? Ah, oh, I mean, it is it is Sadio Mane? Bamford was like funnily bad today as as, as well. <laughs> he's I not at the level yet. He's not the level like. How good do they have to be? Yeah, to no, be no, 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 no. I, I think, I think it's got to be just like an established Premier League player. I mm. think that's all it's got to be. So, yeah. like for instance, I've, I've been starting to have my doubts about Ben White, right? And I think he, he, he didn't put in a bad. He was, he was fine, but like I could see it getting to that point. And even though he's not like world class, the fact that he's a big money transfer and an established Premier League player, like he would be eligible. Mm. Um. But yeah, Bamford is he's definitely eligible. Oh um, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I just but no it. no st- stench of the week has to go to Sadio Mane, doesn't it? <laughs> Congratulations, oh, yeah, we salute you. You scored in a three 0 win, and somehow you're yeah. getting off the internet. Unlucky mate. Um, yeah, I think that just wraps it all up today. Pat in the bottom. Now we've got a bottom now because nice. people. Thank oh, you I don't very have much. to be the, the boss, the boss and boy, do I? <laughs> You're generating all the power, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a power, all right. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Very nice. So, Timmy, amidst the illness, thank you very much for coming out, saying your piece. Thank you for having me. Get well soon. Um, thank you, Hampson. Oh, wait, no, he was a bit tired. He didn't have, you know, a disease, you know, that has killed many and plagued the world for two years. No, no, no. He was a bit tired. He does have a list- he has a litany of other ones, though, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, oh, he does. <laughs> a litany. Hamilton's yeah. on stink watch for this week. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, um, yeah, like the podcast, listen to it, share with your friends, follow us and all the relevant things. Check out the Arthur Extra Time podcast as well, and we'll see you in the next one. Mm. Bye-bye. Skrr!